Horse. Horse. Megan has been on a gig, she called it, this this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. All you know is that we had to push the show back a few hours. You, you did. Well, we. I mean, this is... <laughs> 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 when I do... Well, I mean, when I do, technically, you have to do what I say. Right. Otherwise, the show is just you That's talking right. into the void. Yeah, I did what you say. I moved it. And... uh but I don't know what happened, so I'm excited to hear. I've given you no context. No context. But you said it was a crazy gig. Yes. Here's the deal. The other to other day, I'm uh, hanging out with Alan Strickland Williams, smoking nice. weed. You that know how it is. Up. And uh, while I'm there, Allison texts me about something that it turns out both of them were already doing this weekend, which I did not know anything about. Interesting. And that thing was. Going to the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel okay. in order to act as sounding boards, basically, uh, give feedback to people who are currently in comedy fantasy camp. Adam what? Carolla and Jay Leno's comedy fantasy camp, which oh, is currently no. taking place this weekend at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. And you guys, in the asshole you of guys were the comics who give feedback we got broken up into groups with about like 10 amateur was clowners Car- was leno and corolla there uh leno was coming later in the day okay uh i did not stick her i did move the show i was hoping what perfect branding leno corolla keister <laughs> i was hope i was hoping i could i could see leno before we left but i did not sadly i did not get to Take a picture of him with his, you know, like 1932 Dusseldorf or whatever the fuck. Right. So what What do you mean? You got you got broken into groups. What is mm-hmm. that? What's that? So all of the and mind you, all of there was all pretty much all with the exception of like two uh, teenagers, just boomers, white male boomers. Oh, just some female uh, boomers. Always wanted to try it types. Yes, exactly. Uh, I was told there's like one guy who like went into a coma last year and when he woke up, he was like, I always wanted to do comedy. Oh, my gosh. But I got it does take that. I've, I told those kids in San Francisco to go takes your life has to be wind up in a desperate place. Yeah, you probably won't <laughs> go into stand up. Uh, coma checks all the boxes. But I can one of the guys that was in my breakout group. I can. I figured out looking him up after. What, what are you saying now? You 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 in a group? How many people? And what are you doing? You're watching kids do these people do stand up in small groups. This the way. So they've been uh, at this camp this weekend, and tomorrow is when they make their debut at the Improv at oh. three p.m. Oh my God! That's even before <laughs> open mic. Doing three to five minutes each. Wow! And they're just trying to like. We were there for them to like spitball. Basically, or, you know, like if they don't have an idea yet, helping to develop it. Oh, right. Give them tags if they don't. Give them tags, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, take their misbegotten non-jokes and turn them into jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why. What one of the guys I got was probably trying to get into stand up comedy. You're kidding me. It's because it's Alex Jones's lawyer who was recently suspended six months. Over uh, releasing oh my the God. confidential documents, including the medical records, because he fucking oh he was talking about, about that's it. his stand up. He talked about defending Alex Jones and the Proud Boys. Jesus, and I'll tell you what he that, also uh, what's this guy called <laughs> Stone, the guy with the weird top hat. Did that guy show up too? What mystery or what are you talking about? 
No, who's that? Oh, Roger that? Stone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, for some reason, when you say, because I was just thinking Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, I think uh, pickup artists, because that's where they used to hang out. Oh, okay. No, but this, okay, so this guy, <laughs> this is all, also, you might find it impossible to believe, or perhaps not, that I had to tell this guy, who's like, basically, like, no one can own language. I can say the N-word. Oh, God. <laughs> to which I had to say, yes, there's free speech, and you can say whatever you want. However, anyone who hears it also has the right there you go. to be horrified by it. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, did he do, you know, unnecessary material about uh, trans people? And this sure. was the guy you that he got. You were in the group with this guy? Yeah, I was in the group. Was, I was, did you have other comics or just him? Well, what do you mean other comics? Like other aspiring comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like me and like 10 different guys. He was just the most egregious offender. The, oh, know. but was it just you having to give t- feedback on 10 different? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. All in a circle that, I hope around that was me. lucrative. Jesus. Here's the thing. It wasn't. Oh. I only, <laughs> well, I only did it because I was like, oh, I'll be able to write about this. This is fucking absurd. Oh, yeah. That's a great thing. Uh, what we were initially supposed to be paid was, oh, and by the way, everyone who attended this camp paid about $6,000 to do it. Yeah. What do you think we got? What do you think they were going to pay I, us? I don't. I mean, because your time is worthless. You might have gone over there for a hundo. Fifty. Fifty. They were going to pay fifty. Wait a second. Why was ASW doing it? I mean, I think just, just again for, for the material. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were going to pay fifty, and then it gets. To, we're, we're supposed to be there till like eleven fifteen, and I'm looking at my watch, and it's eleven twenty, and I go to the broad, and I'm like. Time's up. If you want us to stay here later, you got to pay us more. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can get you a hundred. And I was like, fine. <laughs> fine. Double my money if you have to. But it was fucking insane. So Alex Jones's, imagine me, Alex Jones's lawyer, this guy who calls him, what did he call himself? Like J-Dog or J-Dubs or something like that. Who was wearing, he was wearing a hat that said, make America hard again. Oh and I was like, God. what is that in reference to? It's in reference to the uh, dick pill that he sells at gas stations called Mango RX. So he's trying to push his fucking <laughs> dick pill while he does his stand-up? Jesus. Are these all like Corolla listeners? I believe so, yeah, because, I mean, you know, they're all the kind of guys. It was a group of guys that when Alex Jones's lawyers, like, why can't I say the N-word? They don't have any problem with right, that. Right, there's no Do you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, well, I should, should be able to say anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> it had a big all lives matter energy. My God. Yeah. And so how long were you there for? I was there from 9.30 a.m. It's to a about great time to work on stand-up, by, by the, the way. Yeah, by the way. And it's a great time to just be like sitting in a ballroom and have Alex Jones's lawyer say the N-word. You know what I mean? Right. 9.30 a.m. Um it was like, yeah, the, from, from like 9.30 to noon-ish, I'd say. And did uh, did you feel like you had some champs in there? Some some people are going to do good? <sighs> I didn't. Allison had a guy in her group that actually, because there's like an open mic after we did these breakout groups. There was one guy that was pretty, he was good in like, a, you know, a cat skillsy kind of way. Okay. I don't know that we were like laughing in earnest at him right but right. he was at least making us laugh right do you know what i'm saying right. it was comedic i don't know that really anybody uh wanted to pursue stand-up after this little adventure the six thousand dollar adventure at the hollywood roosevelt hotel well they, yeah, i don't they think anyone's try. going to you know there was one guy in my group who's like i've been doing it eight years 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To which I wanted to ask, like, well, then why the fuck are you here? Yeah, why? And then everybody, it was so, it was brutal because everybody had to, like, go up, stand up in the circle where it's just, like, me and ten dudes, like, and, like, do their material. And this fucking guy, there wasn't a lot of there there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, like, eight years. That's interesting. Have you just been doing it in front of your mirror for eight years? Like, where have you been doing it for eight years? Like, when people go, yeah, like, uh... I've written like four hours of material and I've gone up like three times and it's you're just like, <laughs> you don't have four hours of material. I just haven't had the I chance to say it. all four hours of the material. Right. About- just, I have all this material. It's just, it's never been said to a group of people that or it's never made them laugh. Like but, it's just, in his mind, he has four hours. Yeah. the pro- But it's just, you know, it was basically like, like day one open mic level stuff yeah where it's just like you know one guy miscreants one guy literally had a bit about like why 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 is it only a a number two pencil why can you only find a number two pencil anywhere why aren't there any number ones or number threes you know what though that does make me think why (laughs) (laughs) and he's thinking right here on on this this episode episode of grift horse Wow. Wow. Well, welcome back, Megan. Thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege to be back. Was any of them drinking? Uh, No. One guy was drinking muscle milk. (laughs) (laughs) That that doesn't count. One guy was drinking muscle milk, and two of the guys in my group of ten guys were actively on Ozempic. Whoa. Yeah. Were any of them saying, like, how do you know what's funny? You're a girl. Was any of them doing that? Mm, no, but, I mean, they did, because when we went up, or before we got into these groups, we were supposed to, like, introduce ourselves on stage and, like, give our credits. And so I was like, you know, I've been doing comedy arguably too long to little fanfare, and I've been financially exploited by Comedy Central and Adult Swim, to which they're like... You got your politics in there. What do you mean by financially exploited? And right. then I had to, like, explain to these, like, 800-year-old the dude in polo shirts, like, what residuals were, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I like it though. It's not just about comedy. Give them the in, give them the behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're there to do is bear witness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, They're trying to write five minutes of just <laughs> out of desperate. She's like, well, okay, well, listen, the apparatus of the industry is going to give you problems here, here, <laughs> and here. Um, but congrats! And so you you got a hundred bucks coming from that? I mean, allegedly. Let me see if I've gotten the Venmo yet. And I haven't. No Venmo yet. Still waiting on. Still waiting on that Venmo. All right. But well, hey, I mean, you know, I got the receipt. Leave it to you to exploit Adam Carolla financially. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Congrats do you know on what that. I'm and yeah. yeah, exploit the. Also, it was like when we got there. You know, when we got there under the auspices of this will be fifty fucking dollars. We'll be paid fifty dollars. Do you know what I mean? Like my You're friend. The, you showed up though. Oh, of course I showed up. But because I was told that I didn't have to sign an NDA and I could talk about it and I could write about it. You oh, know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. That's the only re- And also, you know, just being able to- Alex Jones' lawyer. That's you know what I'm incredible. Saying? That's that incredible. That is fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> but, like, because Little Mama was was supposed to do it. And she did end up doing it. But last night, she was, like, hemming and hawing, like, when I said I would do it, I didn't know that it would, there was, like, Adam Carolla was involved. And, like, this seems, like, really fucked up. Like, I don't know if I should drop out. And also, it's, like, the amount of money these people are paying relative to what we're getting. Was there just someone who showed up in a suit and said, I have a mystery employer who will 
is prepared to give you $50. No, well, How did they find out about this gig? Some chick who used to be a comic was like the camp counselor of oh, it, oh, basically. Perfect, and perfect. so like reached yeah. out to Allison and uh, Alan. That's who how then, they like, enticed them to give me. their six grand. We've got people that used to be comics. <laughs> They're going to reach out to people that are currently Late comics. comics. And we'll get you taken care of. But I was just telling Alice, like, the financial exploitation is the point. Do you know what I'm saying? For me, at least. This yeah, is... I want to think like the opening stand-ups need to hear exactly about it. <laughs> 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 but Oh, but I was going to say, when we got there under the auspices that it would be 50 bucks, uh, the woman that like you know had brought us there was like, uh, oh, Allison was like, is there any coffee? She's like, no, but we're making a Starbucks run. Nice. And so then you know I got that fucking matcha and a fucking Impossible sandwich. Do you know what I mean? You added in a sandwich? Oh, yeah. What do you think you spent over there? 15, 18 bucks? Hmm. I could add, I mean, I could go on the menu right it's, now and add it up. An but estimate. It would, an estimate would probably be 15. Nice 15 job. to 18 is probably an easy estimate. Nice job. Add that. Add that. Take that. Add that to Jay the coffer. And then at, when we were done, they had they finally had like put out a modicum of you know crafty shit, uh, and it was just me and these other comics, and just like everybody was just putting Fiji waters in their bag and shit. You know was there, I mean? Did you know any of the other comics besides As Dubs and Allison? The well, there was only two other comics, and I only knew one of them, um, and I don't know if she would want to be publicly. Oh, shamed. Yeah, not gotcha. shamed, but you know what I mean. I well, did know. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm even blowing up the spot saying Allison did it because there was also like a film crew there because they were trying to make a sizzle to like make it, you know, try to sell it as a TV show. Yeah. And she was like specifically requesting, like, please do not show me on oh, camera yeah. doing this. Do not this. show me. <laughs> um, that's funny for a lot of reasons. <laughs> if you know her, you know her. Well, congrats on that. I'm glad you're out of there. And uh, thank you for the tales. And yeah, oh, shout out. I met my, I, I ran on to, do you know Joel Stein? No. Joel Stein is a uh, journalist who, that's, see that thing on my wall? That, the thing from a magazine? I was in Time Magazine because I <laughs> cyber bullied Joel Stein. And <laughs> got on, I was on, it was in a cover story in Time Magazine for cyber bullying Joel Stein. But and, now we're, bo now we're boys. Oh, nice. Uh, and he was there covering it for the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, right. So on. shout out sounds to Joel important. Stein. Sounds important. It sounds important. Like the reporter <laughs> should know about that. <laughs> that people that aren't even trying to make it in show business are learning stand up in a hotel in a hotel ballroom suite, for yeah, six grand. Ballroom. Yeah. Plus that place has terrible echo. Did you tell the comics that? Like this has the worst acoustics of any room you'll ever play. That room <laughs> in the Roosevelt was terrible. It didn't seem particularly uh, bad. We've done a uh, hundred. You know. Jeremy Burke did the thing. Oh, there. like the fifty first jokes or whatever in there. Yeah, it's bad echo, bad echo. Well, well maybe, maybe that's it. why most of the people that did the open mic ate shit. There you go. Could also be they had never done comedy before in their entire lives. It could be they could do comedy for another five to ten years and still absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolument. How about this? How about what? Did you know that if you wanted to go to the Grove this past week? Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, you've done scams there, all kinds of things. You could go to the uh, Nordstrom and, yeah, take as much serum as you want. But you couldn't go to this past, I think it was Thursday. Why is that? Because the entire Grove was shut down for the premiere of the Taylor Swift Errors Tour 
film. You mean at the AMC, which is inside of the Grove, which is a mall? Yeah. They shut down the whole well, mall to premiere this a, woman's I movie? I mean, it was an event, yeah. They couldn't, like, go to Man's Chinese Theater or some shit? They, they had to shut to. down a fucking mall? Maybe they didn't want to. <laughs> Remember when we got our Maisel? That was at, on purpose at the Grove as well. That's true. The Grove loves promotional events. So, who knows? Maybe they showed it on the roof. I don't know. But that's a big deal. I mean, to shut down all of those, that must have cost... To compensate the shop owners just for shutting down for a day. There's a damn Apple store in there. You maybe, know what I'm saying? Maybe they're obligated. Like, you sign up at the Grove, we get to run our events. <laughs> you don't know how that works. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Cheesecake Factory then, I guess? Well, I'm sure they all benefited. You know, she brings in a lot of money. But not if they're all, they all have to be closed. Well, I mean, it's closed in the sense of they might they might have been... The restaurants might have been open to feed people. I don't mm. know. I mean, it's closed in the sense of you can't go there as a plebeian, as a regular citizen. Oh, like somebody was checking my ID to make sure that I was 14 years old so I could go to the Taylor Swift movie? Is that what you're saying? No, but you are. <laughs> I'm saying that you don't know what the deal was inside those eateries. They might have had those open for people to go eat at. Sure, just, sure. Yeah. And you would know that, too, if you knew more information about what you were talking about. Well, I didn't know I was going to get thrown weird curveball. <laughs> I mean, that, that's How would you not know it? That we've been doing this show for 800 years. How would you not know that? That, what, that you were going to come at that from that weird angle? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, you, just, you just answered the entire <laughs> question. It's a weird angle. That's why I didn't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Speaking of weirdness. Weird. Let's get weird. Look at this piece of ephemera I brought you. Okay. He's now, pulling it out of his vest, gang. This came from uh, a DVD that was in. Uh, somebody gave me a DVD. Let's just keep it, keep it short like that. Anyway, okay. this is from Lose Records, which I don't know where that is. Lose Records. Lose Records. Never worried of it. Look at this. Overly complicated trade in your records and DVDs. Credit receiving form. Use product DVD number of units two. Amount of credit six dollars. <laughs> Total sale eight sixty one. Use credit six fifty six. It's just like it's it's a chart. It's a it's chart like a, slash like a, graph. You like a troubleshooting chart. And then you ha and then it's like I hereby state that the items I've sold or traded are mine. Blah blah blah. And you have to sign, print, write your ID, write your phone number. The clerk's got to put their fucking name on and it. And then, the, but there's just like wacky boxes with arrows pointing to different boxes. Like if this, then that. Yeah. Total sale. Use credit. Use credit. SLP. Total credit. Credit used. <laughs> Cash due. Credit due. With all these. I mean, <laughs> for people to sell back their crap. I, I mean, I like this as opposed to, uh, juxtaposed with, I should say, going to Amoeba, and then the guy's just like, 1850 trade. Yeah, no uh, info at all 50, for you. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what we're pricing what at. Right. I did go to Amoeba the other day because my friend John was in town, and, you know, if someone's not from here, it's novel. And, and it, I was pleased to go to the ma magazines section as I want to do, and see a, a Moody Blues uh, tour booklet that I had sold them, just languishing. on. The, nice. I know I sold Collecting it to them like dust. six months ago. Yeah. You're going to need to price that lower than six ninety nine, bro. 
You're going to need to price that lower than six ninety nine. books in the back of my car. I didn't think to ever take them to Amoeba. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, that auction house in the valley where I get like estate sale stuff and then I have to drive to Selmar and pick it up, I bought a lot of just like, bro- or what do you call them, programs from rock shows. And it, there was like Beach Boys and B-52s were in there and I sold a shitload of those. But then there were like straggler ones. Like nobody wants the Moody Blues. For some reason, nobody really wants, I'm giving you one of these right now actually, a Bruce Springsteen and the E Street brand. 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 I think it's like from 87 or something. It's from the River Tour or something like that. The River was in 87. The River was earlier. Oh, my fucking God, <laughs> Kramer. <laughs> this is probably, well, this looks like, I mean, right there it looks like Darkness era. But. He's flipping well, this, through it. Yeah, this looks like Darkness era. But, yeah, this might be from. Oh wait, we're oh, at no, the he's back. Already got, oh yeah, look. Oh, you were right. The river's already out. Kaboosh. But why doesn't he doesn't have his pompadour in any? Oh, there he does. There he has it. <laughs> I bet most of these pictures were taken before the river tour and then used for the program. Um, interesting stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, if you ever get the opportunity to find a tour program from the B-52's Cosmic Thing tour in, I don't know, 89 or whatever, for some reason, I got like a bunch of them and they kept selling for 30 bucks over and over again. Nicely done. Yeah. Kaboosh. I sold a menu from Warren's Restaurant in San Fernando Valley for 30 bucks as well. Out the door. Thank you so much. Um, I sent you that email about a Swede and his take on America. Did you read that? I did read that. and I, I, I pictured you reading that on the show in your... Uh, in my reading voice? Yeah, your clipped and um, cerebral reading <laughs> voice. <laughs> but this is a Swedish person. Well, how would I do the Swedish voice? No, though? don't do... Don't no, do no, the Swedish yeah, voice? No, 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 that's not Just the do voice. Just do me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is a bit of a rant. I've realized as a Swede living in the U.S. for the last 10 years that every single fiber of this country is designed to stress you out. Let's pause right there. That's the thesis statement. Everything about the country is designed to stress you out. I've had this feeling since preteens. Yeah. Continue. There's the main big things, of course, the debt-based credit score, health care and health insurance, the lack of tenant or worker rights, the sexism, racism, bigotry parroted by MAGA as funded by our capitalist oligarchs, the disappearing abortion rights, gun violence, poverty, police violence. Then there are the small things. Things like the dependency on cars, which causes massive traffic jams, which causes impatience and stress in an already stressed population. Thank you, and we know that the car companies ripped out the railroad tracks. We do, though. The fast food. The fucking bathroom stalls with cracks that allow for zero privacy ever. The caffeine lifestyle. Drink a lot of coffee, ready to hustle and side hustle. The barrage of requests for hustle donations. Hustle side hustle. Look at us. I mean, this whole program's based on a side hustle <laughs> becoming a main a hustle. A main hustle. The barrage of requests for donations to charity, which are fake and allow a tax write-off for the rich. The barrage of ads everywhere, even when you're pumping gas. The insane amount of paperwork and bureaucracy that exists. The fucking DMV, consumerism, and fucking health savings accounts. The lack of retirement funds and the requirement for 401k. The existence of Walmart making the simple act of grocery shopping a living nightmare. 
the NPC culture prominent specifically at Walmart, but really everywhere, that's spreading where people have been dumbed down and stressed out so much that they walk around like cattle, oblivious to everything around them. What's that mean, NPC? Non-playable character. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Our constant expectation to be available on phone. When my people in Sweden criticize America's dependency on marijuana, I tell them it's needed. Right there. Right there. Stop right there. (laughs) I mean, I had no idea that like other countries were like, oh, look at America. They need weed so bad. But I guess in Sweden. Right. That's the way they look at us. And then a Swede living here is like, I get it. I mean, you got to. Try it out over here. Yeah, because every fiber of this country is designed by the rich to stress you out and keep you that way. I am convinced it's by design. Stress makes tired. Tired equals too tired for revolution. I could keep giving you examples. I was literally taking a piss in a tight bathroom stall one day, and someone looked through the cracks, the cracks straight at me, and it all just clicked into place in my mind. It is by design. <laughs> mm, we're cracking the Swedes mental. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can't handle America. I'm the same way. I've been trying to, if I could escape to Sweden, I would. Well, I mean, I guess the best way to uh, opt out of the frustration. Holy shit, I just realized something. What? Max, not Max Weinberg. You know. I thought Max Weinberg was the drummer for Bruce Springsteen. No, no. Yeah, but why did that have to do with anything? Because you were pointing at Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but if I go not Max Weinberg and I don't mention anything else, why am I saying, (laughs) why would you go, yeah, he was the drummer? (laughs) Anyway, no, what I was going to say is, what's his name? The guitarist, Miami Steve. Steve, (laughs) he did a show. He was in, he started a show where he moved to Sweden, did he? You're asking the wrong person this question. I mean, you're lucky I know Max Weinberg was the drummer for Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> what do you want me to look up? Huh? What was his name? Steve Van Zant. Steve Van Zant. Star Show. Show. Netflix. Netflix. Netflix Sweden. Sweden. Lily Hammer is a crime comedy drama starring Steven Van Zant. Oh, trying to start a new life in Norway. Norway. Close. Close. Very close. Anyway, it's so interesting that those things tied together that way. (laughs) Everything's connected, man. Connected. No, but you were... So, anyway, Swede, um, Swede, whoever you were, I, I am in full agreement. It's just, it's too much already. Yeah. I mean, you can opt out as much as you can, but that just requires you to not do anything. Do you know what I mean? No. I can't get frustrated on the road if I'm not driving anywhere. I can't get frustrated at Walmart if I refuse to go to Walmart. Great you know? point. But like last night, this has nothing to do with, I can't blame this on the U.S. government. But last <laughs> night was Friday the 13th. Mm. I was like, I'm not going out. And it's not because I believe in 13 as a number that's unlucky, but because it's just the way it will affect every other whack jobs psycho. Psyche, sorry. Do you mean like do you think people specifically went out and got fucked up on Friday the thirteenth? No, or just like, like that? The, the extra fucked up things would happen because it's in the back of people's mind it's Friday the thirteenth. Oh, they're expecting fucked up things to happen. So then I they am, manifest them into being? Yes. Yeah, like Friday the thirteenth. Like, watch. I'll read the news stories tomorrow or whenever they come out. They're, they should be out <laughs> by now. I'll check them. 
I don't think we have. I mean, the way news works now that we have the internet, you don't have to wait until the evening know, edition of the I fucking newspaper. It. I can't check it mid-show. I can't check it. Oh, speaking of evening editions of newspapers and newspapers in general, uh, once again, there is a SAG $1 for one year deal for the LA Times. Really? And I signed up for it. Really? You don't have to. You Can don't... I get one to wipe my mirror down? Uh, well, it's just for digital access. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even wipe your mirror with the LA Times. <laughs> it's $1 for one year of digital access. So oh, there's no well, like listen, paywall or anything. I do admit that there are a lot of local articles that I would click that on I if would, I had yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, fine, a dollar. Do you know? I even I bought it with a burner card. But I'm also here to tell you, one, they don't ask for proof that you're SAG. You just have to click the link itself. And I'll put the link in the Patreon. And two, um, you as soon as you sign up, you can immediately go into the back end and cancel your cancel the recurring subscription. And then how long do you have it for? A year. Oh, a whole year. Yeah. It'll let you continue to have it for the year. And then once the year is over, it won't charge you $10. Got you. I think it's normally um, $10 a year, to which I'm like, no. Did you... Like when I found out there's cookie shops popping up in L.A. Yeah. Then I couldn't read it because it was L.A. Times. Can you? read? Oh, that I now? look at when you were. T- yeah. Because you were talking about that. And then as soon as I got my one dollar subscription, I was like, what's popping off on the L.A. Times website? And the first one of the first things I saw in the culture section was something about these fucking cookie restaurants. You didn't read it. I did not read it, oh. though. I did consider well, we screen capping it and sending it to you. Uh, well, let me know. I want to know what it says. I want to know where the- what these cookies are all about. <laughs> Here's a question about things to see, things that have been seen. This is a text I received right before you got here from Panorama Ruby. What's up, Ruby? With the question, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? And I have seen that, actually. It's on Sunset. Indigo Dentistry. No. No, no. Oh. (laughs) Um, Over 1,200 DVD, $100, half block. No, $1. Each DVD is one dollar. Oh, one dollar, but they have over twelve hundred. Yes, it's not that many. I got. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You got to screen grab this for me. This is like if I was a, a billionaire with a yacht, and I'm like, oh, what does this oh, guy this, got? Look at this puddle <laughs> jumper. Oh, cool! Yeah, look at that. So wait a minute. This is just a house you go to, and they've got twelve hundred DVDs. It's not a house. It's like so the signs are. They're on Sunset that lead you down a side street. It's like around, um, like, uh, that leads you to, like, Griffith Park Boulevard. You know, like, where the farmer's market is? Yeah. uh, On Sunset? Yeah. It's, like, around there. And I I saw the sign, and I drove by it. And it's just, this guy's got a bunch of folding tables. Like, a bunch of DVDs. DVDs. And And I'm sure it's all... What's up? He's got them in cases? They're in cases. But I'm sure it's all rentals. gen pop slop. You know what I'm gen saying? Gen pop slop for a dollar and rentals. Yeah, I would like to go over there. But just I mean, for you fun. should. Yeah, what for fun, you this? should. It's on Lucille. Yes, Lucille and Sunset. You'll see the sign. What is this near Lucille? And it's Sunset. near us, actually. Near you? Yeah, I used to live on Lucille. It's like two blocks away from here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but it's all the way up on Sunset. Yeah. So you would just. Oh, it's I'll tell you after, over there. I'll tell you after the show. I could tell I could give you directions after the show, but it really won't people be relevant. People love the local too, stuff. Too hyper local. Hey, speaking of the, okay, so this incredibly melges with my topic, yeah. which is Best Buy 
finally stopped selling DVDs. Wow. End of an era. Not Which even I, Blu-rays? I thought it was I thought that already happened to be honest with you. Because I never go to Best Buy. Are they still selling Blu-rays? I don't know. Okay. I should have known you were going to ask that <laughs> weird uh, I should have known, dude. <laughs> anyway, um well, this is just another step. When the retailers got rid of vinyl, they got rid of it because there was no demand for it. Mm-hmm. And then once you can't get it anymore, time starts to pass. Mm-hmm. The, uh, now we're the selling, tide turns. Yeah, we're selling vinyl at Barnes & Noble now at right. Target. So when you see in the same day, hey, this guy's got them for a dollar on the street. Best Buy doesn't want them anymore. These are all the great signs. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't be me. Sorry, you can't go back in time three years and start hoarding DVD. Sorry, gang. <laughs> <laughs> the best time to start is now. Start grabbing those DVDs, get your angle together, get your thesis together, and do some biz. Shout out to all those in listening distance who know what I'm talking about. Alex Jen Vincent, he had his own DVD money-making strategy, selling them right naked, just mm-hmm. a, like a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. And shout out to anyone else who might have. I mean, this guy, this, the image I just showed you, a man is just, you could do what this guy's doing. I wouldn't do what he's doing. You don't want to, well, you don't want to interact with the public, I guess. That's the whole, I mean, that's the whole beauty of eBay is that, um, I mean, imagine how long it would take you to move all this stuff in a garage sale. Yeah, fair point. And but it, but it's also you know you'd be making because I'm assuming the only thing he's selling like I said is Gen Pop slop would be a way for you to get rid of your Gen not Pop slop without having to I'm go not to out on the <laughs> side of the street with a table. My brand. Not my brand. It's not even my brand to wait online for at Amoeba. You know what my brand is? What's that? Woolite. What do you mean? Uh, because because Class of Wool- action settlement. Because of Woolite uh, saying that one of their products would renew. Colored and black clothes, but gang, it didn't. It would say it was saying it could renew colors. Yes. Why? <laughs> Who the hell believed that? Uh, they, folks, it didn't happen. So what you're going to want to do about that is go to colorrenewclassaction.com. Colorrenewclassaction.com. Classaction.com. And you can receive five dollars times three. That's fifteen dollars total, 15. without receipt. By 15. saying you purchased three Woolites that said they would renew colors. But folks, they didn't. I'm going to just start buying stuff that I'm pretty sure doesn't do what it says. <laughs> and then keeping the receipts. Keep the receipts. Ooh, that all, but that, and then that segs flawlessly into another topic I have, which is I saw this. You know, sometimes like the class action website or the class action email blast or whatever just gives you uh, articles about class actions yeah. that are like happening that haven't been settled yeah, yet. Yeah, it's confusing. Those sites are confusing. Yeah. This is one of the ones where I've actually clicked on the link of an article that is not, you know, isn't attached to anything because I've always personally had beef with this product. Oh, what product? Uh, the product is phenylephrine. Phenylephrine? Phenylephrine. Is that a productivity med pharmaceutical? No, well, okay. So when they outlaw, they didn't outlaw it, but you know how when you go to the pharmacy now, you have to go behind the counter to get like Sudafed. And I stuff do not that know has, that because I don't put any of that junk into my body. 
Okay. Well, some of us, <laughs> some of us don't like confuse our me. nasal cavities to right. be bone dry when they're normally wet. I did get two vaxes. Did I'm you get a, the booster yet? I just got the two. I, I stopped at two. Well, you may as well get the booster. It's free. Made it my arm hurt. Up, messes up a joke I'm doing if I get a third. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. I would hate, <laughs> I would hate for that to happen. But here, okay, so... A lot of states, this one included, changed the law a few years ago that uh, pseudoephrine, which is the primary ingredient in like uh, Sudafed or Dayquil, it's a decongestant. But the thing is, people can make meth out of it. Whoa. So they changed. Money saving tip. (laughs) But they changed the law so that now if you want a product with pseudoephrine in it, you have to get it from a pharmacy behind the counter and like sign a thing and show them your ID and shit. Right. And in response, all these like, you know, yeah, Sudafed, Dayquil, NyQuil, all this stuff, they started putting phenylephrine in this shit instead of Sudafrin. So you can buy an uh, over-the-counter form of it, right? Okay. But the thing about it is that I've been saying this for fucking years. Phenylephrine does not work. Fucking. It's not. It doesn't work. And guess who agrees with me? The FDA. Whoa. The FDA finally Fauci. agrees with me that fucking phenylephrine is not effective. And oh, that so means it's a, Oh, there's going to be shit. Yeah, there's going to be a class action against every, like ah. all the, you know, like Advil, Colon, Sinus, right. Nyquil, right. Dayquil, Sudafed. Right. And like I'm just I'm saying let's go, baby. You've got a Francis McDormand esque passion <laughs> raging through you right now i can't tell I you mess with you since the day phenylephrine dropped i'm like this is fucking bullshit dude you're selling people placebo it's a it don't they do that with methadone isn't that what methadone is or something well methadone is it's like a synthetic opiate oh, i think but, okay. but it's like not as bad as heroin okay. or whatever i don't know wild but i do side side note to the side note to the side note the day before they changed the law that made it that you had to go, you had to like go to a pharmacy to get pseudoephrine. I was at that Kmart that used to exist across from the Grove. Right. And there, Wait, Kmart. Oh yeah, Kmart. Yeah. Across, oh god, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that Kmart, and there was like an old guy with uh, one of those hand cart like little things, you know. Yeah. And it was full. It was full to the point that sh- shit was falling off of it with Dayquil. Wow. Like he had he had bought like the entire oh, store inventory of off. like the pseudoephrine Dayquil because like he knew, dude. Smart. He knew phenylephrine was bunk. Damn. What else does he know? You know what he, I mean? He he would have been a good guy to know back then. He would have. Hey, why are you hoarding all that stuff? I mean, he was quite old at the time, so I'll say, I'll just say now, rest in power. Old people, I would think, only go to Kmart to get knocked over when someone's running out with merchandise. <laughs> like, that that should be the, the most they could expect over there. Okay, so this now melges perfectly with, with a topic I had. Yo. You were saying the law got changed for the phenephrine. Phenylephrine, right? yeah. Phenylephrine. And I was one wondering, I think I did it on mic, about these hookers. Why am I seeing so many hookers? Mm, IRL. Yeah. And so what I found out was that Gavin Newsom signed a law that was intended to help transsexuals because they were getting discriminated against. So there was, so now there's a law saying 
you can't arrest somebody for soliciting just because they're out there in scantily clad attire. Wait, what does that have to do with trans people? Well, you know, I only read this thing once. <laughs> I mean, you could Google it just as quick. Uh, yeah, let me do that. Folks, we found it. Uh, and also, <laughs> this happened in 2022. It did? Yeah. And so it's not a recent well, thing. Well, look, I only really started going out into the teeth of the night six months ago. So th- that's March, basically. Or March is when I started going out to the club all the time, the mm-hmm. comedy club. And I would see all the hookers. And then it was just a few weeks ago that I was driving someone home down Western and saw, oh, they're all over just there, Just a litany. Too. Yeah. Uh, it's a, yeah, in 2022, California repealed an anti-loitering law designed to combat prostitution, but that LGBTQ advocates say resulted in law enforcement targeting transgender women and women of color. Uh, it, yeah, it repealed a 1995 law that prohibits loitering in public places with the intent to commit prostitution. Right. So anyway, what they said is once that was signed, then pimps or hookers were both whatever you they usually work they together yeah expand you know what i mean mm. like now that's why that's why i mean that's that's the closest i've come to an answer because like i said when i moved here years ago they were out on the street and then it got cleaned up within one or two years of me living here then for Oh, it must have been, you must be referring to the 1995 law that prohibits loitering in public places with the intent to commit prostitution. Kaboom. It's so good to to get validated. Like, I've got all these memories, mm-hmm. and Megan can do the microfiche, <laughs> and she could say, oh, boom, here's why Oh, that by happened. do the microfiche, you mean read this paragraph I'm in a San Francisco Chronicle article, yes. But listen, these laws do affect a lot of lifestyles. Like, when um, when pot was illegal, I didn't buy, smoke, or really think that much about pot. Mm-hmm. Only when it became legal did I become what some are calling hopelessly dependent. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a prescription when you used to have have to have a prescription? Yeah, I had to get the prescription. And it was a guy in a, it looked like he just went to the Halloween pop-up store yeah. and bought what looked like a medical jacket. Yes. And then I looked under the desk and he had like Converse on and it was it was just like, you know, throw on a medical jacket. Did you bring in a coupon from the LA Weekly or whatever? Uh, I don't know if I did that, but it was like, you know, sit, tell me about what your medical problems are like. Did you say depression? What did you say? Yeah, it was like depression, back pain, and then he's got to act like a doctor and go, have you had the back pain looked at? And I got to act like a patient and go, well, yes, I have, but it comes and goes, doopy doo. I, re- I brought like I brought my Prozac with me to be like, oh, they're probably going to need proof that I'm on like an antidepressant. They didn't <laughs> fucking look at it. No, no, you know no, what I mean? No, it's a weed dealers <laughs> who are following protocols that were set up for them. Yeah. Yeah. But good times. Good times on that. Old times. Um, Just like old times. Uh, thank you for your story. Thank you, <laughs> Sweden, for understanding our country. Thank you, all the jockeys all around the world. Thank De- you to the growth. Thank you, India. Thank you, kindness. Thank you, whatever the third thing is that Lance Morissette says in that, sh- that song. There's always a third thing. Now listen, and listen well. We're heading into... Hardcore Halloween. This is the second half of October. Mm -hmm. Start to think about how you can capitalize, not just on Halloween, but post-Halloween. Candy sales, Mm -hmm. costume, Mm -hmm. something. 
What, have we had any serious Halloween-related grifts that you can think back on? I mean, I encourage everyone to go to It's a Wrap if you're in the Los Angeles area around the Halloween season because not only do they have a lot of unique stuff from film and TV sheds, they have just like just 18 million different kind of cop uniforms. Like right. any kind of Any kind of uniform or any kind of thing that you would need for a costume, they have. And it's, everything's already 50% off. And it gets cheaper the closer you get to Halloween. Right. If you go, like, right before Halloween, everything's 75% there off. There you go. So you can get an entire costume for less than 10 bucks. 10.30, guys. Going to a costume store is a fool's errand. Yeah. Because they'll fucking charge you $60 for, like, a polyvinyl bag full of polyester. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just trash. It's trash they're selling. It is. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. Kaboosh. And just because it's Halloween and you're busy... Always, always don't forget that it's also Annabella Lewin's birthday, the lead singer of Bow Wow Wow, discovered by Malcolm McLaren at a dry cleaner. She's of Burmese descent, and she's one of my first celebrity crushes. Wow, love that. I wanted her. <laughs> Folks, what do you want? Send us an email, grifthorsepod at gmail.com. And while you're online... Why don't you go to haveasummer.com slash shop and pick up an Austin Stories DVD. Or a Have a Summer t-shirt. And congratulations to me. I'd been not going to Wood Grill. And I had like one or two days to buy something to keep the float going. Because I was at like day 59. Mm -hmm. I went down to a Wood Grill and picked up a Starbucks branded Hawaii tumbler. Wow. Which ties together two collections I have, which is Hawaiian-themed drinkware and Starbucks tumblers. <laughs> Those two collections would blow your mind. I mean, if only I could see them. Um, I'm cleaning the manor. Perhaps, perhaps we'll talk about it. And we'll talk about it wow. right here next, next week, week on, on this, this episode, episode of Grift Horse. Horse.